You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everybody, welcome to Freestyle Friday. Missed you yesterday, but sometimes you just got to get a little break. And that's all right. We are starting back again with Jersey Drake for another good edition of the Locked on ACC podcast. And just let me tell you, if you are not yet dialed in, are you not yet subscribed? You've not yet get those notifications. You are missing out on some really good content when it comes to ACC conference news hosted by me and my favorite co-host every single day. Follow the Locked On ACC podcast on Twitter at Locked On ACC. Follow the podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Drizzy Drake in the building. We are going to talk through coaches, Coach Bowden, obviously with Drizzy Drake covering Locked On Seminoles, giving brief thoughts. But we're also going to talk about coaching rankings, ACC coaching rankings. A lot of feelings there that we're going to get out. And then we also have to round the show. There's a little summer league action, some of uh Jersey Drake's players in there we get to talk about. And then also maybe we'll round out with a little love, right? What, what can we give you guys but positive vibes to end the weekend? So thoughts around a lot of good things happening on today's show. Jersey Drake, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm actually getting ready to fly out tomorrow. It's one of my best friend's wedding. I am also a groomsman for him. Shout out Parker Ooh. Smith. I know he listened to this. He listened to our lock on Seminoles. Thanks for the love and support, my guy. And also my, I'm helping my mom. She actually is heading out to Alaska on Sunday. She's riding an RV with uh, our uncle Gary, the only white guy in my entire family, and uh, (laughs) my aunt, uh, Tick Caroline. I'm actually stoked for them. They're going to have a great time. Wait, like I had this whole nice introduction about all the things that we're going to talk about today, but clearly you buried the lead. How? Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to first (laughs) getting married. Always fun. Congratulations to your friend. And we're so glad we get to celebrate some unions out here. Are you? What kind of groomsman would you describe yourself? Are you the one that's like, listen, everyone's got to have a shot. We're going to have a good time. Are you one of the reserved ones? Are you going to have to hold the rings? Like, what's your what's your role in this bad boy? So people that know me from Tallahassee, I mean, like the reason I wasn't called Drake until I got to FSU, where I was in fight off my fraternity there. One of mm-hmm. the, my big things was that I would be I'm a very giving person, especially when we're out at the bar. And if, for those of you that know, there's something called a Y-bomb in Tallahassee where okay. you, you cut a hole into a, a can of Red Bull. You pour okay. a little bit out, you're going to shotgun it, but then you put a shot or a shot and a half of like me. I did Ciroc. Okay. Put that in there and you shotgun the Red Bull vodka. And that okay. is more my thing. So I'm the person that makes sure everyone has a good time. Make sure that I'm, and I'm always for some reason leading the pack to make sure we all have a good time. So that's kind of how the, the, the groomsmen that I'm going to be, especially on Saturday, because Parker, that's my boy. So I've known him for, I think, like 10 years. Well, that sounds like a vibe. Oh, my goodness. And your mom's going to Alaska because everyone just goes to Alaska every other weekend. That's a thing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I didn't know she's there. I, was like, I want to go to Alaska. I'm like, one, why? Just because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea she wanted to go that bad. But no, she's going to go with my aunt, aunt and uncle. And they're, they're big RV people. They're going to go around okay. and everything. So they're going to see. Apparently, it's beautiful. I, I don't know. I've never been. So I'm actually if she if she comes back with some good photos, I get them in the WhatsApp or the group me. Uh, OK, hey, I might have to book a trip for me next year. We love some WhatsApp photos and we love the fact that she is going to Alaska far away from Florida. We know we've been talking about Florida and Florida State all week long, honoring coach Bobby Bowden. And of course, with Jersey Drake being the host of Locked on Seminoles, he was going to give a couple thoughts here around everything like the vibe, the temperature check around the you know, Tallahassee and what have you. So let us know just. How people thinking and remembering, you know, coach and all of that good stuff. So with 
Bobby Bowden, one of the big things that I think that like most people have heard, you know, because I didn't grow up a Florida State fan, but I when I came to FSU, that's been one of my, you know, big loves for the past, you know, 10 years. Mm-hmm. The one big thing about Coach Bowden was that he probably was even greater as a person off the field than he was on the field, just from speaking to podcast hosts like an Ingram Smith from the Nolcast or Trey Rowland from from the Rollcast himself, or also speaking to James Coleman, the former player, or you hear what Deion Sanders, Corey Fuller, Derek Brooks, Charlie Ward, what they all have to say, how he was able to bring everyone closer together and make them the best version of themselves and also make sure that they become greater as men when they leave the university. And now, and it's really hard right now for the team, for the team, for the program, because he built the entire thing. For those of you that don't know, Florida State was a women's college until 1959. Mm. Our football program is less than 50 years old. We're actually one of the, we're the only power five football program to win a championship after World War II. We were founded after World War II. And he has 377 wins. He's the second leading, you know, winner behind Joe Paterno. And in my personal opinion, he is probably something that will never be replicated ever again, mainly because I know Coach Saban right now has been dominant, but he took over, but Saban took over a program that had already had a dynasty with Barrett Bryant. Bobby Bowden created something special at FSU that we are now at Dynasty and Blue Bow, and we shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. He was the original person that actually was like, we'll play you anytime, anywhere, any place. And I will say it right now, if we had CFP back in the 80s and 90s, we might have two or three more rings up, up in the banners. So, Coach Bowden, RIP, thank you so much for making me someone that didn't care about college football. Absolutely fall in love with it. And now, hang out with a good friend of mine, hang out with some of my best friends, I can do a podcast about it. So, rest in power. There we go. That is very well said. Listen, I that's the best one that I've had all week. And I'm biased. I thought everybody every single day said something good. I always like sat back <laughs> and I was like, well, damn, well, damn. And now I'm just like, whoo, I'm speechless. You can't even really go after that. But that's that's some good love in there. And I d- didn't even know that about Florida State that they were a women's college. So it makes it even better. And I think that's probably why the pride and the loyalty to that university is so real, because they probably know how it was and kind of what it what it is now and hopefully what it can be again. And speaking of, can Coach Norvell bring it up to the rankings? He has a lot of pressure on him and a lot of people are not thinking so. And I'll tell you why. Let me tell you why here. It's going to be very interesting to you, but coaching rankings have come out. Coach Norvell is not sitting at the top, but I'm going to give you the first top seven. Okay. Number one, 2021 ACC coach ranking. Dabo Sweeney from Clemson. And I think that's really because of his winning percentage at this point, right? Has I agree with that. I agree with that. I don't think he's a good coach. <laughs> I think he's a great CEO. I think he's, you know, been wrestling with Jeff Scott. Um, was it Tony Elliott and Brent Venables? They make his team good, but nah. Dabo, I mean, you win games. I mean, cool. Good job. Yeah. And look, the ACC is the only Power Five conference that didn't have a coaching change after the 2020 season, which again, I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all should not be firing coaches when we're going through hell. Like that just did not make any sense. That's what people be on the hot seat, of course, but firing people, that's crazy. So anyway, that's my three cents. Number two, Mac Brown, North Carolina, of course, <laughs> got to have coach up there. Why wouldn't you? Off the drip alone. Like, let's not even talk about his actual X's and O's because he probably don't do a lot of that. <laughs> I was about to say both him, both him and Roy Williams, they definitely just like, yeah, I mean, they, they got some drip. They got some the drip. drip but also Mac Brown, Mac Brown, former GA actually at Florida State under Coach Bowden. Mm, there we go. And I mean, he's, he showed a lot of love to Coach Bowden and we saw mm-hmm. on his socials. And so that was good. Now, number three, Coach Dave Doran, which I'm sitting here like, I know the hell not, but 
that's that's what they rank number three. Dave Doran from NC State. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> if you if you want to be uh, eight and four every single year and never Ooh. aspire to be anything else, hey, you know that would be top of my list if that was your main goal. But number three, I'd put him at five or six in the middle. He's not a bad coach, but a top three coach that kind of shows you. I'd be insulted as hell if I was the ACC making number three. That might say more about the ACC than it does about, you know, Coach Dorian hey, itself. You said, I, you who said am it. I? <laughs> Number four, Manny Diaz out of Miami. Solid, right? Solid. Not great. I, but solid. Not, not great. Not great. I don't think he's that great of a recruiter, but I do think his defenses are very well. I, I'm one of those people that I think Manny is actually can be a very, very good head coach. I personally think it's kind of been a little bit underwhelming at Miami in my personal opinion, because they, they should be better than they are. They always should be. Ever since 2001, they've, they've said they're back, but they've never been back, unless being back is being, you know, great in the beginning of the year and then faltering up the end. But I think man, at four for Manny Diaz, I might have put him at five, but I think in the middle right there actually is a perfect spot for him. There we go. And then number five, Bronco Mendenhall from Virginia, who I think might be even higher. And I'm going to say all to say is by the time the rankings are done, we're going to give you guys our host rankings. So this is cool. We're reading off what people thought, but we're going to, Throughout next week, give you what we would actually grade. But here we are, Bronco Mendenhall. I think he has done, I mean, first of all, giving Virginia being in the coastal division top of the line, top of the deck conversation, like mm, that that wasn't always what it was the case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with that. And actually, I, Bronco Mendenhall should be above Manny Diaz there. Also, maybe should be above Dave Dorn. I don't hear much about him. And it's, that's typically, if you're a head coach of a team like Virginia, that's typically a good thing. I mean, they, yeah. they played in the AC Championship thing, I think, at least twice since he's been there. And so that means yeah, and with Virginia, it's a very hard school to get into in there into their academics mm-hmm. standards are make it a lot harder for recruiting. So actually, I think he's actually exceed expectations for them there. So I I think it's a good spot. Yeah. Number six, Scott Satterfield out of Louisville. And I said all year, I don't know why I can't wait to have a locked on Louisville host uh, up here because we're going to sit here and talk about the fact that I think Louisville is getting a way more love than they deserve. Coach Satterfield to me is on the hot seat. I don't know why people got him up top. Top seven, the top half of the ranking. Absolutely not. The man's not a good head coach. <laughs> not only that, the man literally was in a relationship with Louisville and then literally went to, to South Carolina to, to see if he wanted it and comes back like, oh, no, no. You know, like, you know, I, I wasn't going to do that. I mean, I did, but I didn't do that. Like, man, like, you, you got to be better at lying or just say, you know, nothing happened. Like, come on, man. Just like you. I don't know. I don't think he's that good a head coach at all, period. He loses close games. His recruiting is very lackluster. He should be, honestly, that last in my personal opinion Yo, too. you started saying he was in a relationship with and i said oh god we're gonna have to edit this out i don't even know where he's gonna go with that one but i'm so glad <laughs> it was better than what i thought <laughs> in the shade room and like tmz era i was like whoa 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 no just playing but yeah that's good number seven dave clausen from wake forest all right i think dave is good he's 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 a middle of the road guy and it's fitting that he's in the middle of the pack the middle of the road coach with the middle of the road program and the middle of the ranking. So I think that kind of fits for him well. I mean, I don't know much more to say to that. I mean, honestly, I mean, if you bring, I think they had what, eight wins two years ago for Wake Forest, the smallest power five school by students. That's fine. That's great for you, what you want to do. So I think seven's a good spot. So Absolutely. Well, we got the back half of the list. We're going to go over here in just a second. But Listen, guys, if there are so many, so few things in life that just aren't fun to talk about. One of them is excessive sweating. You know, when you are sweating for your shirts for no reason, it's embarrassing, right? Some of you may know that I personally have dealt with this. When I speak in public, I can't help but sweat through my shirt. It's very real. It's very much happened. Now, listen, 
I know this isn't life and death and there are much worse, worse problems in the world, but let's be honest. In the moment, it feels like a big deal. Nobody likes to pit out during an important speech interview or first date, God forbid. I'd much rather not worry about it. And that's why I use sweat block antiperspirant wipes. Sweat block is stronger and more effective than most clinical antidepressants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime and go to bed. The next morning you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat. It's guaranteed. I know this will sound too good to be true, but I literally only have to use sweat block once or twice a week. And it keeps me dry the whole time. No more pitting out. No more picking my shirts based on which one will hide sweat better. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com and promo code locked on or at Amazon and CBS. Talking to my guy, Jersey Drake, here on today's episode. We are freestyle Fridaying it, and we've got some coaches' rankings that we thought we were going to have a lot to talk about in the show, but because these rankings are just giving us all the bad vibes, we might just only talk about rankings today. I'm just, I'm just stay here to say, cause I'm, I have to give you guys new rankings. This is just horrible. I'm really upset. They're, they're so, this. they're so bad. <laughs> I want to, I want to know who thought of this because they're fired. So next week you will see all of our hosts. I will post it on our social media at locked on ACC. And I'm going to say, all right, here's Candace's top 14. Here's Tyler Aki's. Here's Drizzy Drake. Here's AJ Black, and here is JJ Jackson and Kenton Gibbs. So every single person that hosts this show is going to give you their top 14. And we're going to hopefully come to a better conclusion than what we see here. But anyway, I got to go through the bottom half. Dave Cutcliffe sitting at number eight from Duke. And I just hear, sit here and tell y'all, y'all not going to play with my man. That's my guy. I don't play about Coach Cutcliffe. I don't play about how well he tells stories. That man will teach you some damn football. You can't have guys like Peyton Manning in the Hall of Fame and have someone like that come, to, you know, pr- train with him every single summer if he was a scrub coach. Yeah, he's actually number like number 13 for me. I think that, like I said what? last week. Yeah, I think that, I mean, Coach Cup, maybe like eight years ago. You could say Drake. that. Drake. I, think, Drake. I think towards the, I think right now, I mean, you saw how he <sighs> fumbled the bag with Chase Bryce. He didn't fumble. Chase fumbled his own bag. You can't even. Who's the one that told him to come to Clemson? I'm sorry, <laughs> to Duke. Who's the one that literally asked him to come in? Who's the one that had Gunnar Holmberg and Luca Diamante? I think a DMR Diamante also as options. Unless he does something completely different this year, I'm going to be like, listen, I think just like the man, the game has passed him by. Maybe that just could be the Coach case. Cut, he just Cut says he, Coach Cut says he feels better than ever in his 60s. He felt he is like lightning. You know, he's gotten his juju back. I'm not playing. You know, with, I mean, don't I, stop. Mm-mm. Don't play. About, I don't play about Coach Cutcliffe. You can play about any of these people over here except for Coach Brown. You can't play with Coach Mac Brown. That's another one. Sorry. I like Coach <laughs> Mac Brown, but I, but uh, no, Cutcliffe to me is 13. And uh, I mean, he may feel better with play calling and better. So, oh my God. Number nine, Coach Pat Narduzzi. Okay. The immediate silence lets me know all I need yeah. to know from yeah. Pittsburgh. He's sitting closer <laughs> at the bottom of the pack. Coach Narduzzi is cool, though. I got to ask him a question. I locked on. I'm mean, not locked on. Shoot. ACC Media Day, very nice guy, very, you know, easygoing, mild-tempered. I'm cool with that. But that's why you get in the middle of the pack when you're just cool. Yeah, I mean, like, he's he's kind of just there. He's like a plant. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, just, he's just a coach. He's, like, he's, just, he's just there. Like, I don't have no, nothing extraordinary to say about him or, like, extraordinary bad to say about him. I and mean, he's just literally just there. I mean, he's just, like, you could say that about probably a, another head coach we're about to talk about, but, I mean, hey. 
Coach Fuente, Justin Fuente from Virginia's Tech, sitting at number 10. And he would be more at the bottom of the pack for me than anybody on this list because I just think that he blows smoke. And I don't think he's delivered in the way with which he probably expected to or with a team like Virginia Tech and the expectations that a Virginia Tech has in the ACC, not up to snuff. Yeah, this is, I'm going to go deeper into this with Coach Mike Norvell. I think him being at Memphis kind of like hide some of the flaws in his coaching ability because mm. ever since he's been with VT, he had the one good year at the beginning, and that's after Frank Beamer left. And then it went 9-4, and four, then 6-7, and 8-5, and 5-6. Five, five and six. I don't think he's a good head coach. I'm kind of with you there. I probably would put him maybe, I don't think he's as bad as Satterfield. I'm also just have a personal vendetta against Scott Satterfield, <laughs> but I probably, I would have him probably, actually, you know what? I put your boy cut at 12 and I put uh, Fuente at 13. How about that? It's all good. You're going to have your own list. We're going to drop it next week. So it's fine on the socials at Locked on ACC. Make sure you guys follow number 11, Coach Halfley, Jeff Halfley from Boston College, which I think people put him there only because he only had one year and it was COVID year, right? So like we didn't even get a real good vibe or sensation. He's 6'5 in record currently. Like he's a middle of the road guy, but at the close to the bottom, that's, that's, that's tough. Maybe because we haven't seen it. Yeah, no, I think he actually should be in the top five right now. I think he's, mm. I think he's probably, I don't think he'd be top three. I think he's one of the top three best head coaches actually in the ACC right now. With, I mean, people say it's a COVID year, but he's one of the few new head coaches in a COVID year to actually win more games than they lost last year. And Boston College brought, at that. At Boston College, <laughs> they don't win football that much. They, they were known for having a good offensive line, and then maybe every other year have a really, really generational running back. That's mm. it. And he was able to make them not only entertaining, but bowl eligible, a good team, and a team that a lot of people think they might sneak up people in the Atlantic, he's a damn good head football coach. And to me, I would love to have him as my head coach. I'm jealous of Boston College right now. hundred percent. I think that top five, maybe top three, because I think number 11, that's, that's, just, that's just rude as hell. And number 12, Mike Norvell, sitting at the closer to the bottom of the pack, Florida State. And I know, Mr. Lockdown Seminoles man yourself, I want to know if you feel like he's number 12 and this is over so, or he should be a little bit higher. I think he should be higher. I even though I will say that I was not very stoked on the hire with Coach Norvell, I I wasn't stoked on the Taggart hire to begin with. At the end of the day, also there I was a big James Franklin guy because that's where the reports coming out. I would kill someone to get James Franklin. Allegedly <laughs> joking, folks. I'm completely joking. But to me, Mike Norvell, he can depth right now. I would put him like in more in the middle of the pack because I still need to see a little bit, more. and mm-hmm. I need to see what's going forward with this team as a whole because we're recruiting very well, which is one of the big things that I was worried about when he came in. But I need to see that translate the results on the field because some of his coaching hires from the first year, I was not a fan of like his defensive coordinator. He didn't keep some of the off-field staff that we really, really needed. He had no floor ties. But I think that we can see because he did build something at Memphis. Now, I want to see if he's able to do that at the Power 5 level, competing with Power 5 programs like at Clemson, Florida, and Miami. So I would have more middle to pack right now, but I think he can possibly get to the top. Or at the worst, what I think he might be, he might be like Ron Zook, build us back from being terrible to an actual great program for the next guy to come in. I think it's also kind of strange that he has one of the higher winning percentages and yet sits so far at the bottom. So that's, that's, that's unique to me. I will say Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of weird, but that may be (laughs) because like he's, he's coached most of those wins are from, from playing in the American. Very fair. Very fair. All right. Number 13 coach Jeff Collins from Georgia tech. And I'm sitting here and say right now, I think coach Collins is way too low just because, he has not done probably what Georgia Tech expectations might seem to be. I think the way he's changed that program around and had people buy into the 404 energy, huh, you got to have him a little bit higher than number thir- 13. Okay. 
I know that's rude as hell too. I mean, the <laughs> join the swarm. I mean, no, it's, it's dope. He made going to Georgia Tech cool again, yeah. which is really, really difficult when you have UGA as your in-state rival who you're battling recruits for. Like he, and he's getting kids not from just from Georgia, from Florida, like in Jameer Gibbs and Jeff Sims. He's getting kids from Louisiana, Texas, California. Like what he's doing right now, he's reshaping and making football a priority at Georgia Tech. And that, I think, is a testament in itself. Even before he, we talked about how it was on the field, where we think that he actually will do well there as well. So I think Jeff Collins at 13, that's, like I said, disrespectful as hell. <laughs> and then number 14, Coach Dino Babers from Syracuse. Like, y'all not about to do my dog. Like, that's just, y'all, you can't. Like, Coach really has some of the most infectious, one of the most infectious personalities that I've been around. And I just seriously, I don't, I'm not going for it. You've heard the locker room speeches, the way that last season went, of course, the morale is down, but hell, there was a lot going on in New York in 2020. I'm just going to say, so why is it people are not feeling coach Babers? And he even had, he has guys who are in their six years who probably could have gone on to the league who decided to come back and play one more time. I think his name, Josh Black, were like, I can't go out on a two in two in season. Right. Or one. They only won one game. They won that. one game. last OK, well, one game season. He can't, he's like, I can't leave my legacy like that. So I'm just sitting here to say y'all got to go a little bit harder for Dino. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to put him like super high because he has fallen off a little bit. But sure. I do think but he, I do think he is better than some of those we talked about before. Scott Southwell hasn't won 10 games in the Amer- and the power pop conference. Like, why is he lower than that? I think that he definitely should be maybe closer to 10. I also think that I don't know why Justin Fuente is still there. He <laughs> hasn't won, I think, 10 games yet. Oh, sorry, no, he, he did win 10. That was without his guys. That was with Beamer's guys. Mm-hmm. So to me, like, that's, he shouldn't be that low. He shouldn't be, like, he was a great offensive coordinator also at Baylor. He did also, he's one of the people on this list that actually has beaten Clemson when they were in their prime. Thank you. So I, so I definitely think that he should be a little bit higher. And unfortunately, though, he he's, is on the hot seat. He does need to make a bowl game this year or maybe win five games, but he definitely needs to show significant improvement or else, you know, he won't be on his list next year, which kind of sucks because, like, you're right. He is a great dude, and I like, I love it. Absolutely. And so this list is from sportingnews.com, and we just going over it. But again, like I said, we're going to have our own list to provide you guys next week, and we're going to argue about coaches as well as we prepare you. Because, listen, there are only 21 days until college football begins for ACC anyway. I don't know how you cannot be more excited. I think it's a great time of the year and hopefully people will get it together and get right so this delta variant doesn't ruin all of our plans but if you're choosing to follow college football i highly suggest you get right with bet online bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action we know that football is right around the corner and you can track all of that action at betonline.ag get all the latest news odds and info for all of your sporting needs including mlb nba college football and more before the season starts, you got to head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head over to the website again. Sign up today. Receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online is your online sportsbook experts. And once you're done there, let me tell you about this great company who today came out with an amazing opportunity for the young men at BYU. We know they're not a ACC school, but you can definitely listen to Locked on Cougars podcast, giving love to my guy, Jake Hatch there. Listen, BYU, Bill Barr is doing the damn thing. Bill Barr decided today to pay for 43, if I'm not mistaken, walk-on scholarships 
for their football program. Full, pay them full. So these guys can focus on other things, you know, beyond just football. The X's knows they can actually have an opportunity to play. And that's just what it's really all about. As much as people talk crap about NIL deals, giving them the opportunity to just go out there, play football and be students, and also, you know, try and just better themselves. How can you not love a company like that, right? So I'm telling you, it's time to get on board, be a fan. Try one of these nine delicious flavors. You can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine and you can be set. You can also get Bill Bar because it's healthy, 17 to 18 grams of protein, only four to five grams of sugar. I'm talking about a deal, okay? And get the grasshopper cookie, raspberry, or whatever you like. Go to BillBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You can get 15% off your next order at BillBar.com. Rounding out the day's show, talking to Jersey Drake on Freestyle Friday. Got a lot of good things down the pipe. We got our coaches' rankings that you guys are going to be super excited about. There's so many things that we were supposed to go over today, but sometimes, you know, things get heated, right? Certain conversations take precedent. But I would love to know your thoughts, Jersey Drake. Are you watching Summer League at all? I am watching a little bit, yeah. Basically a little bit? At home. Yeah, a little bit of that. <laughs> but I, I am following, you know, I am following my Heat player because I'm a big Heat fan. I see that okay. we got, you know, they Max Sura, I think is his name, and they got Omer Your Seven, which we definitely need against next to Bam out of Bio, one of my boys. But I have seen my boy Sky Too Hotty, aka Scotty Barnes, <laughs> taking it from deep downtown. He's finally shooting threes and okay. making And I am a hype for Toronto fans right now. Yeah, that should be a good vibe. Well, we know that the season is almost here. There's going to be so much good content to talk about for this coming fall. Make sure you guys. Hit up our podcast at Locked on ACC. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on ACC. Where can we find you, Drizzy Drake, and all of your various working projects you got going? Uh, you guys can follow me at Tally underscore underscore Drake. You can follow my co-host Max Moody at Max Moody 17. And you can follow the podcast at Locked on Knowles. And also we have a collective called at Knowles Anonymous. That's where we take all your questions. Uh, we have a Discord as well. We're trying to engage with our fans. And we're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast from. Hey. Shoot us up. You know, we're here. We're fans first, people second, and content creators third. And uh, hey, Scotty, keep making those tweets, baby. Okay. We love a good fan interaction. If you guys are looking to get right for the fall, I'm trying to tell you better hit up this Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. For Candace Cooper and Drizzy Drake, we hope you guys have a great weekend. Please stay smart and safe out there. And until next time. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 